Hi friends, welcome to In Alignment, My Spiritual Journey. I'm your host, Maddie Powell. I needed to take quite a bit of a break and uh, focus on my business and certain opportunities that were presenting themselves. I didn't quite know what those opportunities were would be, but all I knew was that I was being directed to trust the process, and I'm glad I did. The hardest thing that we can do, the hardest thing that we do is either doubt and we have a very difficult time not having control of certain situations. And a person like myself, I like to try to control an outcome, which of course makes no sense, right? Because we can't control other people, other situations. Uh, We try to formulate an outcome in our minds because that somehow brings us more peace. But does it? (laughs) So it was uh, quite challenging to just surrender and trust. I've been doing a better job of allowing the flow of things. And I've done better uh, within the last five to six years. I'm not too obsessed over my new details like I used to be. Um, I liked to understand and control like my personal life, my professional life, which are two very different outcomes, of course. But at the end of it all, allowing yourself to just be, to trust that intuition to trust your gut to just see where God, universe, uh, creator takes you. Having a leap of faith is everything uh, more often than not. Sometimes it's just hoping and really having that profound sense of hope that gets you to where you need to get to. So the last two months, I believe, I needed that time. I needed that time to just kind of sit back, reflect, and allow nature to take its course when it came to what those opportunities would look like. So today's topic, and it's been coming up quite a bit, and it's this reoccurring theme that I keep coming across, which is uh, that I just can't anymore. I can't do it anymore. It's that empty cup sense of feeling. It's the um, feeling unseen, unheard, underappreciated, not being assisted in some areas of our lives and I want to put a disclaimer that I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a medical professional in any way, shape, or form, but I'm simply going to share my personal experience, uh, the way I was able to get through it, and hopefully it'll help some of you. It might not. Everyone's scenarios and situations are different, but I hope it can 
plant a seed as to how to move through that stagnation, that sense of the loss of hope, that that loss of partnership, if you will, let, let's say at home, uh, maybe your coworkers rely on you too much. But the reoccurring themes I kept hearing over the last month or so was um, there that more often than not, women are left to do all the things at home. Children, meals, maintaining the house. Um, perhaps you're the go-to person at work because you get things done. Uh, family members taking advantage of you because you're the reliable one. Uh, it could be friends volunteering you or requesting you to participate in major events that require you to coordinate it all instead of them because either you have a very keen eye on decorations, uh, maybe you know how to set up a beautiful menu, uh, maybe you know how to entertain. And then often as well, too, if you have children or fur babies, they require attention. And because you're the person that's been handling it all, everyone comes to you. And I'm sure there's many, many other examples of where you're kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired. And feeling unseen, unheard, underappreciated, tired of being the strong one, um, feeling numb and empty. I can completely resonate with uh, our cultures. I feel like our society, my particular generation, not just my generation, but again, I'm speaking from my personal experience, has been deal with it, suck it up. uh, You'll get over it. uh, Move on. Everything that has been directed towards us has been always very negative in nature. Um, Go cry it out, come back and finish it. You know, it was never, um, we were never treated with, uh, I would even say like a form of respect. Uh, We were treated as if we were, had no choice in the matter and And it's kind of sad. You look back on it and it's really sad. So for me, what ended up happening is when I was running on empty, when I was so depleted, so foggy headed, and I had decided to talk to my therapist about this, she literally asked me, why do you feel like you need to do it all? And I looked at her confused and I said, what do you mean? Nothing will get done if I don't do it myself. And then she she asked me straight, gently, but she asked me straightforwardly, but have you asked for help? (laughs) And I remember something inside my spirit was like, huh. And I was like, well, no, isn't it obvious that I need help? And she smiled at me and and while to me it was obvious it wouldn't have been to my siblings or friends or my daughter or my business um, my clients 
Um, I don't include my husband in that so much because he's very good about helping me um, at home and all I need to do is ask him. So it's very interesting that while I had a hard time asking others for help, I always felt very comfortable in asking my husband. Um, but her point was if you don't open up about where you're at mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, how would anyone know? And I remember coming home feeling, holy crap, that is so obvious. And yet it was very difficult to open up and actually admit that I needed help. I was raised that you don't talk about it and you just handle it. Even though my mental and social battery were damn near dead. But if we as a society, as our lifestyles right now, if we take the time to ensure that our electronics are being charged, right? So we charge our cell phones, our Apple Watches, or Fitbits, or computers. If we make that conscientious effort every night to ensure that all our electronics are recharged, rejuiced for the next day, then why are we not recharging ourselves? Why do we choose to let our batteries dry up and explode? Why don't we re- why do we treat our material things as if they were liquid gold but we choose to allow our bodies to endure neglect, resentment, pain, suffering and to feel completely isolated at times and just on empty. If we choose not to have assistance how will we ever get back to a good place now think about that we choose to take care of our material things we may ensure that our coffee maker gets that monthly vinegar cleaning to ensure that it's in proper working order. We get the notification on our ring doorbells that our battery is low and needs to be recharged because we want to ensure that our house is safe or that we can see deliveries being made. Our devices, how, are, how often are we ensuring that that stays charged? In our car, we have chargers in our car. We have chargers in our purse or backpacks. We may have a charger at work. We might have one of those little um, coffee mug warmers at our desk to ensure our coffee stays warm. In the wintertime, some of us may have a heater at our legs because we run cold. So we find ways in the material world to keep those items charged, but continuously neglect ourselves. Think about that. 
Does that even make sense? We're willing to hydrate our material things, but not hydrate our bodies. Nourish our souls. Nourish and rest our brains, our bodies. We are in this constant vicious cycle. And why is that? What fears do you have that hold you back from having honest conversations with the people that matter in your life? Over the years, I've seen people endure pain of dealing with things alone because they are afraid of asking for their partners to assist them because of their reaction. And do you want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't care? I have stated many times before that my very wise friend and mentor, Donna, has said to me time and time again that every relationship or situation has to be a 50-50. If you are not benefiting from the exchange of energy, then why are you placing yourself in this vicious cycle? If you're not receiving something from your actions... So if you decide that you're going to make dinner and your partner or spouse, roommate, whatever, doesn't clean the dishes, then why are you making dinner for both of you or all of you? What exchange is being honored in this process? Because as we all know, the house, maintaining a home is very difficult to do. So it's time for you to step up and say, hey, we need to divvy out these chores to make it equal. Whether that looks like on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you decide to do one thing and they take the other days. Um, Whether you decide that it's going to be two days of takeout, five days of meal prep. Uh, If you hate grocery shopping, let them go grocery shopping. But what kind of help do you need? Have you even thought about the type of help that you need? Start making those lists. Start figuring out what's going to benefit the unit, the household, the family. Because oftentimes, even taking care of the kids and the fur babies, sometimes that will push me over the edge. But I wouldn't have known that had I not had a conversation with the family. I literally had to have a sit down with the family and say, I'm struggling my mental capacity, my emotional capacity can't take it anymore. And I'm asking you for help. And you know what happened? They stepped up. My perception, my narrative made me literally suffer for years because my pride got in the way because I was expected from our culture from society as a woman that I was to take on that burden to take on that responsibility that didn't need to take place I'm sorry if you're hearing um 
the alarms or like the sirens in the background. I have the windows open. It's a glorious day here. Needed some fresh air as I saged my home to move some of the stagnant energies out. Um, so it's life and life is interesting. If we choose to start setting boundaries and not stray from them, having these conversations that may be difficult, divvying up a list, everyone taking turns, you will then be able to start to slowly replenish your battery. But you can't stray from those boundaries. Make a chore chart. Send a gentle group text if that's how you communicate. I learned that sending my daughter a text about chores while she's at school doesn't work. So I will, if I don't get a chance to talk to her before bedtime, then we will do like gentle reminders for tomorrow or send out a text if I have a client, um, as she's coming home, as a gentle reminder, we're not here to scold anyone or shame anyone because we know what that feels like. But having proper communication is key and honesty is key in order to move through this feeling of being alone, lost, uh, fear of having to admit that you're human. Or if you're with someone who is going to have an explosive reaction, pay attention because the universe may be directing you that this relationship may not be in alignment for you. Or if it is for you and they're resistant to change, stick to your guns. It has to change. And if it doesn't, then perhaps you decide that you do your laundry and they do theirs. But figure out something that's going to work. You cannot continue to carry the burdens by yourself. But if you're met with the resistance, just don't back down. Always come from a place of love and honesty. And the right person will always have compassion. If you are made to feel bullied or come up with a thousand excuses, don't give in to those excuses because you don't want to hear it. That's where I would ask my angels, teachers, and guides to be like, Allow me not to hear the noise of the excuses. Let them talk it out. Let them go on and on and on and on and on. And when some time has gone by, be like, so are you done? So here's the list. Tell me what you want to do, what you don't want to do. Let's figure it out. We can do this together. But don't back down. And if... They're choosing not to help. Then there might be some big decisions that you need to make. Change is scary, but change is necessary. 
Don't allow your battery to be so depleted that you're left with emptiness and loneliness and left with someone who's going to bully you into believing that they have it worse. I'm not saying that we all don't have our own drama and our own issues, but what is the fair exchange out of all of this? Where's the equality? Where's the 50-50? Find a community to help you recharge your battery. What does that look like? Well, if you have a community college nearby, maybe you want to take a foreign language or learn how to crochet. Maybe you want to take a pottery class. Find something that is going to be just for you. I know so- sometimes um, finances can be a little bit of an issue if it gets in the way. However, if your partner, spouse, roommate is always going out and eating food, taking, you know, going out to eat with friends, maybe they have a hobby they spend a ton of money on and you're literally spending nothing, it's time to have that conversation about a budget for your hobbies. Because if he's got a hobby, then you should be allowed to have a hobby as well. If they have something that they spend their money on, then set aside a budget for yourself. Because perhaps that $100 for a pottery class isn't such a bad idea. Or maybe it's getting your nails done. Maybe it's that massage. Maybe it's that energy work. Maybe there's a class that you want to take to empower yourself. Uh, Maybe you want to learn how to read tarot cards and there's a class coming up. There's a workshop. Maybe you've always wanted to try yoga. And let's say uh, traditional yoga doesn't work, but maybe a chair yoga. Find your community. Just do it. Find out there. Put the feelers out. I know that Facebook has a lot of upcoming events that they advertise. Uh, Your city or village will have their websites with community events that are coming up. Your local community colleges. Uh, Some of you will have a church board that they have bulletins where they have upcoming events. Maybe you have a friend who has a friend that likes to try different things and they've always intrigued you. Maybe reach out to that friend or reach out to a friend in general. But I want you to go out there and get inspired. Reignite that fire within you. It's waiting for you to make the choice to set yourself free from the stagnation, from that empty cup. It's time to fill your cup. But it starts when you decide to make the choice. Okay? 
It starts when you decide to make the choice to have the hard conversation, to initiate and talk about what you're really going through and opening yourself up to what your needs are. And if you're holding back out of fear, where is this fear coming from? Is it a limiting belief or condition from the way you were raised? Or is it in actuality the person that you're with? Or are you worried about the resistance? You won't know until you try. And I know it's easier said than done. Because sometimes when we're so depleted, our social batteries are dried up, our mental batteries dried up. The thought of having a conversation to explain what we think is obvious, it, it can take a toll. But what's obvious to us is not obvious to another person. So if you've been the go-to person, if you've been the reliable one, if you're the person that gets it done, how would anyone know where you're at mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually? You got to speak your truth. We are not superheroes. We're not robots. We are not... able to continue at the pace that you've been on. It is time to be okay with keeping things real to let people know where you stand. And so if you have that one coworker that keeps dumping on you, you simply say, I appreciate your confidence in me. I am unable to get this done for you. Please find someone else. I appreciate you thinking about me, but I can't. I can't help you this time around. You need to be okay with saying no. Hey, hun. I am unable to make dinner five days a week. So we need to come up with a plan for you to take three of those days. And if that means that he's making spaghetti or they're making spaghetti and sloppy joes and burgers because that's what they know how to make, then that's okay, right? It's assistance. If you have kiddos, help them, teach them how to load the dishwasher and unload the dishwasher. Maybe it's a dollar that you give them for allowance money for each time they help in the kitchen or taking the dog out. Of course, they have to be appropriate in age, but there's ways. There is hope. Keep the faith. Keep the hope. But you have to decide to make that choice to set yourself free. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am sending you all strength, courage, inner peace, balance, and harmony. 
and of course unconditional love as you work and navigate through this empty cup moving through the stagnation and have that renewed hope that you so desperately may need sending you all many blessings and until next time remember love yourself enough to invest in you have a great day